This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 22nd, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Tav, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of might, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, A beginning and finishing of the paths that lead to the treasures of Yahweh. The finishing letter where there is completion, fulfillment, and original intent. The beginning of fulfillment and the action of authority. Today's declaration has me meditating and thinking about some things that we've been talking about over the last uh, couple of weeks. In particular, dealing with the treasures of Yahweh. And I know I've, I've spoken over and over and over again how we don't realize the fullness of the treasure. Excuse me. Maybe I should say we do begin. We are beginning to realize <laughs> the uh, treasures that Almighty Yahweh has placed inside of us. Uh, you guys can see where I am still learning how to articulate, how to, to be able to speak things in the right way from the place of up here. Because sometimes my language, you know, I'm still trying to switch over my language from the things that I had said from before in light of the new revelation that Yahweh's given me. But in looking in that, you know, I begin to think about some of the things that Yahweh has spoken to me recently. And you guys have heard me talk a lot about, but I want to talk about from the flip side today. Because we talked about the place where the intent of the heart forms the matrix that the words of the mouth have the ability to grow and develop in. And that the fact that Yahweh has given us a treasure that's beyond anything that we can imagine already inside of us. Matter of fact, he has placed us in the center of that treasure and said, you are the vault manager. It is your place to do two things if you want to have access into this treasury. Permission and choice. I need to ask him permission. Yahweh, may I withdraw from this? Because this this vault is what he has given us. And so I, as, as honor, honor speaks and says that I need to ask permission first. But then I need to make the choice to do something with that. I can't just take it and then go bury it into the sand. Now think about the parable of the uh, talents. You know, there was one of them when the master gave him that one talent, he took and buried it. Now, I don't want to do that. I'd rather be one of the other two that did something with that talent. So when the master, if you will, in a sense returns, then then we have then I have more to give him than what he had given me in the beginning. All right, now I'm not talking about the second coming or anything like that, but just follow along with me because because in the same breath, it's it's the 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 whole moral of that story is the place of taking what Yahweh has given you and doing something with it. And so it's when we start looking at that there's a path that we take and there's a big both a beginning and a finishing that work simultaneously at the same time. But how do I take that treasure that's inside of me and practically apply that? You know, I'll be honest with you, many times back in the back years ago where Michelle and I were young and and immature that many times we would take and and we would begin to speak of the treasure that Yahweh had given us and and begin to declare prosperity and Yahweh would prosper us. But then the matrix that we had formed out of the intent of our heart was still based on poverty and it couldn't handle the, the provision that Yahweh was given us. There was, there was no stability there. 
There was no maturity there. And so then how do I take that and then apply it with today's where Yahweh has shown us, shown me in particular, shown my wife in particular, the place of, of, of maturity and how, how, how important maturity is in the midst of all of that. Because I remember back then thinking about the fact that I could take and, and just do what I wanted. Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to operate by faith, you know, and write a, a $500 check for something I wanted when I only had $50 in the bank. And then just go absolutely, Yahweh, you, you left me alone here. You, you know, you said that I had this, I wrote this check and now, boom, I've got, I've got bad checks now. You know, that's, that's wrong. That's, that's a completely immature way of, of looking at that, at that whole place that Yahweh had given us because there was a protocol in approaching that. There was, you know, I was really not asking Yahweh's permission when I did that. I just did what I felt like in, was inside of my heart. So, you know, but at the same breath, you almost see an opposition there. Because wait a minute. Well, if I've got this massive amount of treasure inside of me, and yet I'm I'm doing things that, that says, okay, I'm going to operate from that place of knowing that I have that treasure, then why shouldn't it be there? Well, again, there's a process and a protocol that goes along with that. But not only that, there's plain and simply wisdom. One of the uh, spirits that we're honoring today is the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of might, and the spirit of counsel. You see, the spirit of wisdom is crying out in this place of saying, hey, I'm here to be able to help you through this, this path, to, to walk with you and show you the, the right decisions and the right choices to make. You know, when we think about probably the one of the most richest men in the world, and the scripture says no man has, has before or since been as wealthy as Solomon was. But what was the intent of Solomon's heart when, when Yahweh told him, he says, I'm, I, I, I'm here. I will give you what you, what you ask of me. And what did, what did Solomon ask for? I want wisdom to be able to rule your people, Israel. And Yahweh not only gave him wisdom, but he also gave him great wealth at the same time. You see, the wisdom preceded the process. Wisdom preceded the blessing, if you will. Not saying that the blessing's not already there. The blessing is there. But wisdom brings about the revelation of how to use it, of what to do with it. You know, there are times that Yahweh is very specific and he says, I want you to do this. And we need to complete the, the process that Yahweh has called us to complete. But then there's other times when Yahweh comes to us and says, Hey, I, I, would, I would like for you to do this. Well, Yahweh, how would you like me to do that? Yahweh turns back around and says, I want you to surprise me. Whoa, wait a minute. You mean that I can surprise Yahweh in what I do? I believe so. I know some of you may say, well, Yahweh knows everything that's going to happen. Well, what if, let's just, let's just put a hypothetical in the midst of this conversation today. What if Yahweh, by his own word, said to himself, you know what? I don't want to see ahead and I want to see what Daniel can do with this. I want to see what you can do with this. I want to see what Michelle can do with this. And then when, when we present it back to him and we say, 
Here, Father, see what we've done. Then it's that that place of of just like a child who brings a, a, a piece of art back to their parents that they've created, either by a drawing or a or a clay or Play-Doh or whatever they have. And they go back and see, see, Mommy, Daddy, see what I made for you? And of course, the, the our first response is, oh, it's the most beautiful thing in the whole wide world. We love it. We it's it's even if it's not what we think is being perfect, the fact that it was straight out of their heart was the was the the whole key of that. You see, I'm I'm beginning to wonder because I've said for years that Yahweh knows everything that that's going to happen. Okay, because we know He is omniscient, omnipotent. Okay, that's that's fine. But what if again, by His own choice, He chooses not to? What if by his own choice he says, you know what, I want you to, to love me so much. Matter of fact, I've, I've said this before, I believe in the, uh, in the podcast, and if I haven't, I'm saying it now for the first time. But, you know, the true definition of, a, of an overcomer is when we overcome Yahweh by our love for him. And when we overcome Yahweh by our love for him, there is nothing that he won't do. Nothing. You see, it's not about the wealth. It's not about the treasure. It's not about even the beginning or the finishing. The beginning, the beginning and the finishing are just a part of the process. The thing is, is that this, this is all about you, Yahweh. I love you. I want to be with you. And I am with you. Where I go, you go. Where you go, I go. All at the same time. You see, this begins the place of the beginning of fulfillment and the action of authority. The spirit of might begins to speak up. The spirit of might where where we're we're standing in that place of of the gimel, really, Gavura. And and how how Yahweh is is carrying us through and we're standing firm in uh in the place of, of the fact that He has given us all that we need, and He's given us the wisdom to walk along with that. And the counsel. You see, even at times, remember that, that I've told you guys this before. There are two things that we need to, that we're not, no, there are two things that we cry out for. I cry out for Yahweh. In other words, it's that place of just him and I and the connection that him and I have together. And then there's a place of me crying out for the Yahweh that's in each and every one of you. And I need that as well. So let's go today crying out for the fullness of Yahweh in all.